Newsbreak podcast. Everybody thought that we'll have a second wave, but nobody thought that the second wave will be such a stronger wave than the first wave. Because we are going to see more than four to five times more infections as compared to the first wave. We are already uh, around 3.5 lakhs. This is likely to grow uh, maybe up to half a million or beyond half a million. And about the, uh, our last peak was on 16 September 2020. That time we had 98,000 cases. All arrangements, whether related to patients, oxygen, medicine, or crematorium, they go haywire. And that is the precise reason that we are short of crematorium. We are short of uh, furnaces where bodies can be burned. How would you describe government's efforts in trying to contain the spread of the virus, considering the fact that lockdown laws have been lifted and the economy opened not too long ago? There is no correlation between opening up our lockdown and economy. But what happened was uh, when uh, lockdown was opened up, people uh, uh, stopped uh, having a COVID-appropriate behavior. And there are a lot of uh, social gatherings happening, weddings happening, etc., But even with that, we could have managed, provided the uh, wave of uh, second wave could have been as strong as first wave, or the virus was similar. But the virus is very infectious now. So virus being so much infectious, and though initially we thought that it is giving less death than the previous wave in percentage, but in real number, the deaths are much more. Videos are going viral on social media where people desperate for healthcare, bodies stacking up outside hospitals where patients are sharing, in some cases, the same beds. What sort of help is currently needed from the international community? What is available and what can help is oxygen and steroids. Steroids, there is no short supply in India because there are hundreds and thousands of companies making steroids. Currently, there is a shortage of only oxygen. India currently need is mobilizing support from any uh, community, whether domestic or international, to produce oxygen. Bringing this home, what sort of lessons can South Africa and other developing nations learn from what's happening there in India at this point with regards to COVID-19? We have been always learning lessons from each other. Uh, even from the uh, days of HIV-AIDS where I have seen in Africa, where one oxygen cylinder was shared by seven children and seven children were lying on two different stages. And I used to tell people that we do, do not want India to go this way about 30 years back, 25 years back. Now, if we have seen such a, a worst scenario, we want to tell Africa or South Africa that, look, it can happen to you because uh, virus doesn't know any borders of race, religion, caste, creed, and uh, geographic borders. And secondly, uh, we would like to tell people that, look, if you don't want to be in this situation where you do not uh, get oxygen, where you do not get even burial ground or a crematorium, then mask up. News break. Lotus FM, powered by SABC News.